when you show me love, it's a mountain. Took me from nothing to something. Seeing next to you, now we run things. Now we run things. Yes, guys, we're back here with another episode of 2911 Podcast. <coughs> it's me, Bien, here. It's Quabs. Squared. Yes, yes. Obviously, here. <coughs> this is episode number 41, I believe, you know. Damn, it's a lot of episodes. 4 I 1. Don't I, don't, I don't keep count, bro. Fairs. I hear it. Track. Mm, to be fair, I don't normally keep track. It's just because the other day I was looking at episode and I realised it was episode 40 last. But um, yeah, today, sadly, we only have three of us here um, mm. because... Guys are becoming adults and brothers are saying that they have nine to five work and that. But it's how it goes sometimes, how it goes. But um, hey. I don't know, this episode feels a little bit different because, you know, we just had Kadesh. That was an amazing event. Absolutely Red. amazing. Shout out to everybody that came. Shout out to everyone that came. And before we even get into the episode, if you're hearing this, it's going to be before the live show. So if you haven't got your tickets, make sure you go get your tickets. Live show, August 27th. It's going to be great. Gonna be great. Looking forward to it, guys. Yeah, I can't lie. After Kadesh is just like, I was happy to like, let's go again. Kadesh was crazy. I can't lie. After the first act, I said, yeah, done it. Yeah, God done it. He like, I, I just knew it was gonna be something crazy. Bro. Can't lie. After I heard um, what's the name, Will back out that that auto tune <laughs> instrument thing. Yeah, I was like, yeah, long. This is this is gonna go crazy. This is gonna go crazy. Everyone think, showed though. I don't want to pick out particular people. It was before that. It was when we were doing the sound testing. Naps came up to me. And you know Naps when he's very excited. He's like, like, ah! No, yeah, when you man clutched the, um, yeah. you, you guys, the connection, was oh, it the yeah, connection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. After that, I was like, I know. Because that's, like, that's when I was like, it's just in the artist's hands. Yeah. And I was a bit like, hmm, I don't know. But then when I was hearing the artist singing in the sound check, check, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, love, love, you love. just don't love. know what to expect. But yeah. you know, artists, they got, they got a good voice. When Helena came in that sound check, I was like, <laughs> oh, I was no. going off on the back of that. Go, go stream her new song, Going, going Under. under. Aye, yeah, going yeah, Under's yeah. too brazy. Shouts Helena, man. No, uh, was... that's Naps, Naps is the manager. For once, he actually pulled through. Yeah, yeah Naps, came Naps, Naps, Naps came clutch for once. Now, nah, it, it was when, it was when, it was when Elliot was on the spoken word, when he went. When he got I a wheel up. Yeah, when he got a wheel up. I don't know what he said. I can't he remember. Said, um, it was so about crazy. The about, about the ashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> My head was like, well, I was like, wait, what? Shouts to boy words of Ayo. Uh, nah, it was, it was hard. And I think the episode that we're doing today is just about being a vessel. And it's weird because I had the episode planned from around a month ago. I don't know actually when or why I planned it. But then it just felt that after Kadesh, it was very pertinent. Mm. You know, just the idea of what it looks like to be a vessel, what it looks like to be poured into and to be used for God. Um, a couple of people spoke on it actually at the event, just kind of what it means. And there was a point in time when um, Anu was leading worship and I was just sitting there and it felt very surreal because obviously while well, DSQ was hosting and I did some panel work, Quabs modeled, um, Axe was just all over the place cool. doing Axe was doing a lot of an hour. <laughs> Um, Axe and Nats were doing a lot behind the scenes, especially in terms of like tech work, yeah, running around, moving stuff around and things like that. But it did feel very, very weird. Kind of us and Mercy, you know, hosting the event, but we weren't the focus. Yeah, we weren't yeah, actually yeah, doing yeah. anything. You know, it was, it was very weird. And um, there was a point where God was just kind of like, you know, this is what it's for. Because mm. it's funny, um, I think it was, I think having a creative showcase was actually Mercy's idea. Um, but it was something that we'd spoken about over a year yeah, ago, time ago, time ago. And so it was, it was very nice and just kind of what it looks like to see people being vessels. Yeah. Cause I think even just when people are vessels, it's very, um, it's, it's inspiring. It's inspiring Word. stuff. Like I was like, just seeing like all these different people, all these different acts and, and so many different gifts and talents, whether it was singing, rapping, spoken word, poetry, even fashion, like seeing the way like, God just uses so many people to do so many different things was just amazing. Like it genuinely encouraged me and inspired me. Like I learned so much just from seeing other people. And I feel like it's important to kind of have those examples that you're kind of close to and you get to look at, you get to see. It's just, it was just different, man. Like it was just, I was just, it was just different not being the, almost not being the main vessel, if that made sense, because we were kind of just, at the back, just, I guess, setting up and these people were taking center stage and it was like, yeah, this is amazing. Uh, everyone was just, 
Hey, it's crazy. No, literally. And for me, it was just more about like seeing how like God can just use anybody, really. I'm saying all of these different people from different backgrounds, Mm. different experiences, different ways that they got to where they were. And you're just like, okay, like there isn't one straight road for you to get to that place. Do you know what I'm saying? And even some of them, they didn't think they could do it. Or Mm. back in the day, they didn't think they could do it. And then just see them in front of how many people just like, you know, showing what God's done in their lives. So just kind of just show me that, yo, God can use anybody, you feel me? You just have to really open your heart out to him and, you know, he'll do what he's got to do, you feel me? Yeah, nah, especially that thing of like the different backgrounds, just from, especially some of the people that, the acts I didn't know beforehand, just speaking to them and just hearing their backstories, especially when Kalo is on the panel was talking about how, like, even before he started doing music for Christ, that he got approached by some big labels. Yeah. And it was it was interesting seeing somebody that he clearly had the talent even before he started using it for God. Mm-hmm. And then like the story of um Jeffrey of Crown Kings talking about how he just he just wanted something to do. And then it turned into a <laughs> yeah. clever brand for God. Mm-hmm. And just like seeing the different ways that God just uses small instances, the talents and gifts he's given people, even some of the people that really spoke about how their friends were pushing them to use their talents and all different things. It made it so evident how being a vessel looks so different for so many different people. So yeah. it, was, it was really nice. And I feel like um, there was, I forgot which one it was. It was um, Ellie Glory mm-hmm. to see that like her pieces, her clothing brand, her pieces were just, they were like, um, what's it called? Excerpts from her journal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah which yeah. Is, So she took Excerpt. just her quiet time almost to become a clothing brand, which is just so crazy. When I heard that, I was like, yo, that is mad. Like what a story. Like genuinely. So that was just, that was just kind of crazy as well, just to see, like, I was like, wow. Do you know yeah. what struck me about, about um, Ali Glory? You know, when she said about how, um, oh, about the story about, I think she was wearing Trapstar and her lecturer came out to her. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, you know, you're that's not, not, that's like, not that, you, bro. Yeah. That's not you, bro. <laughs> you're not him. That's not you. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, that was very interesting because I think with being a vessel, you know, what's within you and what you pour out is important, but on the outside is also very important. Yeah. You know, like the outside of a vessel. Because I think when people talk about vessels, talk about, oh, you know, how you pour into people, how you allow God to pour into you, but what's on the container, I think is really, really important. You know? Because yeah, like, a lot of people will say, oh, God doesn't care about the outside appearance, which is true. It's about the heart and that, but we are living in a world where like, people are going to see the outside before they usually see the inside. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So still got to carry ourselves with a certain, you get it, a certain flair. Like, mm-hmm. like we're, we're kingdom people. Like we can't be really, you know, showing ourselves like we're not. Like if I'm an Arsenal player, I'm not going to be wearing Chelsea, um, a Chelsea kit on the pitch. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, cool. Yeah. That's basically how, like, the way I'd see it. Yeah, I've been reading um, First Peter and in chapter two, from like kind of verse eight onwards, it talks about your behavior being upstanding so that people can't look at you and kind of accuse you of wrongdoing. Yeah, yeah And yeah. it says, and then even when it talks about kind of how it relates to authority, it says that, um, that you should obey authority for the sake of God so that, so that kind of people see you and they don't think, oh, this guy's doing the wrong thing and that people don't have the reason to accuse you and even just from your behavior that people can see God in you. And I think, that's why, like you said, what's on the outside does matter to some extent. Obviously not just for the sake of approval. It's inside first, but outside does matter. I wouldn't even say it's but inside I feel first. But like, I feel like what's on the inside will show on the outside in a way anyway. It should. Mm. It should. Yeah. I'm saying because there's only so 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 long you can keep up a facade. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's always going to be a time or a place where it's going to come out and people are like, huh? That's not you. You know what mm. I'm saying? So like, you might as well just be real, man. Be yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Be yourself. Just got to face your front, really. Yeah. Um, I think like I think that's a really important kind of thing when it comes to being a vessel that outside because I think it's like especially when you come to Christ, sometimes maybe the and you're and you're beginning to be a vessel. Sometimes the thought can be kind of like God knows my heart, like He knows what I'm on, He knows what I'm doing, so I'm not really gonna bother tidying up the outside because I think although I do believe that inside will always reflect the outside but i do sometimes believe sometimes we have to go out of our way to almost like tidy up and maintain our outside appearance so that we can keep on being an effective vessel like 
you have a responsibility sometimes to almost kind of almost yeah g-check yourself and kind of just look at yourself what you can you almost clean up to allow god to kind of use you to be even more impactful to those around you and i feel like sometimes people don't see the almost like the need for that because they think on the inside they're so great but mm. it's almost like if you don't pattern the outside your inside's not even going to be able to have the yeah, ability to be kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah, really yeah. show or you're going to limit uh, you're going to limit what god can kind of take out from what's inside of your heart like i think it's so i think it's not like you said it's not so man can improve of you but it's a, it's it's done so that you can actually be that effective vessel because you know just uh i don't know just a easy example like if you're just out of motive just getting out just doing some mad thing like realistically no one's really gonna come to you if maybe if they needed help or something there or they needed some kind of encouragement or no one's gonna see you as a person that they maybe they can go to for some kind of yeah, just some kind of up, up, um, uplifting or whatever it is, and you can say that's judgmental, but it's humans, isn't it? It's humans. Yeah, yeah I mean, you yeah, live in this, yeah. you and live I, in this world, so you have to be wise. I think sense. it's not even. Sometimes it's not even judgmental. I feel like sometimes people are quick to call people judgmental when they're just using common sense. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't look like somebody that's useful, why would I go to you for something of use? Yeah, exactly. It's like I think that's why I really like the analogy of a vessel, mm. because if an if a vessel, like if you look at a container and it doesn't look sturdy, you're not going to use it. You know. It's only if it looks fit for purpose, then you'll go to it and actually check it out. No, it's like, and it's the same with you as a vessel for God. And I was looking, I was trying to think, because I hear the term vessel, vessel, vessel. I was thinking, where did that actually come from? And in um, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20, I'll, I'll read it out in the King James Version. It says, um, in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honour and some to dishonour. If a man therefore purges himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honour, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. And before that, it talks about kind of um, like your foundation of God standing sure and um, the Lord knowing that's you and um, and like departing from iniquity. Um, and the reason I read it in King James Version is because in like NLT, it, use, it uses the word utensil. But mm-hmm. I think that, this is why sometimes I don't like different translations because I think utensil and vessel, I get how it can mean the same thing, but I think that the vessel is important because the important thing about a vessel is that you're poured into so that you can pour out, whereas mm-hmm. a utensil is just for use. Mm-hmm. Whereas a vessel has, like that analogy I think was used on purpose because there's so many different aspects of a vessel. When you look at a vessel, <laughs> it's what's poured into it, um, how well it withholds what's poured into it, how often it can be poured out of, how mm-hmm. often it's filled up, how sturdy it looks and from the outside. And what happens when the thing that's poured into it is inside it as well. Exactly. Like um, if it's an insulator, if it's like just just there for the sake of being there. Yeah. Do you have, does it have holes in it? Like um, some vessels have holes in them. You pour water into them, they leak. Mm. And um, and basically, the ask you remember, one night we must have been in Lafayette, maybe 1 a.m. And... Um, Pam, who runs our uni fellowship with us, called us um, oh, to, yeah. to pray for us. So random. Shouts Pam, man. Words. And um, she was just talking to us about some things and, you know, she was praying for us and whatever. And um, she said something about my speech, innit? And about talking when, I'm, when I shouldn't be, kind of thing. <laughs> she weren't lying. No comment. But um, it, it made me think about this whole thing of a vessel and... Um, Isaiah at the beginning, when Isaiah is first called to be a prophet, he he says to this thing to God, like, I'll go wherever you lead me. And you know, he said, Oh, I'm too sinful to speak. God said, I'll cleanse your mouth. And it's just this whole thing of going where God leads you, talking when God leads you, doing when God leads you. And that's what a good vessel looks like. A bad vessel goes when God hasn't called you, speaks when God hasn't called you, and that's how you start leaking. Because God's poured into you for a good reason, but you started leaking it wherever you saw fit. And I think that's why being a vessel, I was going to say, what is a vessel? But I think it's very complex. There's the different sides to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Even when you sent it, even when you sent the episode plan, I was just thinking about like, what actually is a vessel? What determines a good vessel? How can you, how can you ensure that you're a good vessel? And I feel like when it comes to being a vessel, I think it's, it's, it's communication with the person who made you. I think that's what makes you the kind of good vessel. Cause I was thinking like, so how can you know when you need to be poured into? How can you pour into other people and all of that? And it's like, although you're the vessel, the vessel itself is 
it's it's still it's still linked to the creator. The creator knows how to use the vessel in the in 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 the way that he intended to. And I feel like that's how we're able to be uh, the best vessel that we can be. It's just really communication with the creator. Like that's how you know where you need to pour into, when you need when you need to be poured into. You know, and what um, and what season is is almost what for you as a vessel. I think that's a very important lesson I've kind of learned this year. Just kind of always being in that communication with God to be able to know when's the right time to do what. And you can see, I think the best example of that is David. Because I remember, I think it was last year, my mom told me to read 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, whatever. And I used to speak to her on the phone about it, like while I was learning from it. And I feel like the main thing I ever learned from David was that he was the perfect vessel. And it's not, I know the the, the scripture about, yeah, he was a man after God's own heart. Like, that's an important scripture. But to see how that actually looks like, of just the close communication he had with God, you know, whether it was to go and invade this town, whether it's to not invade this town and wait here. He gave him different strategies. He was always in close communication with God. And it was only, it was, it was, it was the one time when he wasn't with Bathsheba <laughs> that he just obviously got caught on a lack. And it was even, there was even another time as well, but he, I think that's the I think that's what describes David. Um, and that's why he was seen as such a perfect vessel and such a great example because he had such close communication with God. Everything he did was f- with God, was from God. He just had that, the communication was just crazy. And I think if you ever read the story of David from First Samuel, I forgot, maybe it ends in First Kings, I can't even remember. But I think that's one of the perfect examples of a vessel, of a great vessel. And I think it was only f- through that communication that he was able to be that great vessel. And I feel like that links as well with, um, obviously in Loughborough, we have different kind of fellowships and there's one called RY. And E-Man's last session, when he was just spinning, a brother dropped a 70 point triple double in the last session. He went crazy. And he was talking about the difference with Samson as well. How he wasn't the best vessel because he lacked that close communication with God, that he was a decent vessel. He was still able to do certain things, but he's never regarded as one of the best vessels. And you could see that because of the lack of communication. And then he kind of compared it to David. And when I deeped, I was like, oh yeah, okay. So there's kind of almost like a different standard of being a vessel, if that makes sense. Do you know when that session was? Because I have a feeling. Oh, I remember it was 22nd June. It's so funny. In that session is when I planned this episode. Oh, okay. See, that means... Because like, I was looking means, at the time, yeah. time I was thinking, I remember planning this episode. It's actually funny. Yeah, 22nd of June, 721. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's when he was dropping the plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's when he dropped the plastic. I planned the episode on the spot. Oh, man. I, think, I can't lie. I think I planned... Uh, I planned two episodes in that time. I shout to boy E man. Yeah, he was doing up. Bro, I can't lie, brothers got ching that day. Too many guys got chinged. That was, oh, it was crazy. Hey, man, we're coming up after this. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Oh, I'm not going this way anymore. Hey, I'm, yeah, not going more, I'm, not, I'm not going more. No more more. <laughs> Good conviction, boy. No, Good but word, that point of communication <laughs> is the key to any vessel. Because like, another thing about a vessel that's really important is that a vessel can't use itself. A vessel is used, yeah. you know, and um, there's a scripture in Isaiah where God says, um, how can the clay say to the potter what to do with it? Yeah, you know, yeah. and whenever I think of a vessel, I think of, you know, them pots here, like them clay, brown clay yeah, pots yeah, that they put yeah, water, yeah, like yeah. ancient Greek and that. Yeah. Even sometimes yeah, in Africa, yeah, actually, yeah. they use them, like them kind of things. I just and, think uh, of a pot. Like, yeah. I just think of like, like, I know you're talking about like, it has a small top. Yeah. It's like, it's like a Fanta bottle kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. Not a Fanta bottle, but I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. That's the kind saying. of thing I think of. I have one in my house, actually. That's cool enough. Um, and even those are very interesting because when I think about them, apparently, uh, you know, if you put water in them, they stay really, really cold. That's what I heard. Makes sense. That's what I heard. And it's just like, I, I saw somebody saying something about um how the best vessels are multi-purpose, you know? And... That's why I think communication with God is so important and being an effective vessel because like, it's so easy when you have a gift or if you have a platform or whatever to just do one <clears> thing because it's what you're used to, it's what you're comfortable with, it's easy. So for example, for us, like it's easy if we just do the podcast and then do anything, anything else. else. Yeah. But that's not an effective vessel, that's not the best vessel. And I think my favourite vessel is Jesus. Nah, you don't say <laughs> no. no. Um, and it's like he was just so multi-purpose. Actually, is Jesus a vessel? 
Communication was the one thing that he never lacked. Yeah. And that's why we're trying to be like Jesus to that point where intimacy is natural. You know, for him, he was born like that. But for us, we've got to work towards that. And we have to recognize that it's for the sake of us being a better vessel. And even though Jesus was, you could say, quote unquote, born like that. Like, bro, when you read the scriptures, the gospels, he always, always made time to speak to the father either way. Mm -hmm. you know I'm saying he could have just been bakey. And just been with the disciples all the time. Yeah. Shouts Bakey, but could have been <laughs> could have been with the disciples all the time and just been getting word from from the father just like that. Mm -hmm. But he made time to make sure that yo, he left the disciples whenever they were maybe on, I don't know, some next place in water, he would go to the mountains, go and pray. Gethsemane, he he went somewhere, went to pray. Do you get it? so even seeing that and using that as an example, we can tell that yo, like in our lives as well even when things are moving all hectic and that to be effective vessels, we have to make sure that, yo, we have that secret time, that secret mm. place of God that, you know, we actually listen to him. He, and you know, we, we kind of cast everything on him because yeah. he can't use us if we're not listening to him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, cool. We're not like, we can't use ourselves, but we're not like clay where clay doesn't have ears. And like yeah. us, look, we can actually communicate with the person who's made us. So it's like, yo, why don't you, Go into that secret place. Why don't you, you know, take away all that distraction? Go watch, um, go listen to the fasting um episode. But yeah, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. just to make sure that you understand the purpose, the the reason why you've been even created in the first place. You get it? Yeah, it's um my new favorite name for like the children of God is Living Stones. It's in first, um First Peter, Peter chapter two. Because it's Living Stones, and I, I love it because it's like stones. it's like yeah, we're stones you know, part of God's kingdom, but we're living. We're living like I yeah. said, we have ears, you know. And um, a word to Reuben. Reuben said, um, some people are looking for holidays to get a break. What you need is a fast. I was busting up. <laughs> oh, there's Reuben over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy is hilarious. Reuben. But it's true, you know, because cool. Like when we, the, I feel like being a vessel comes in stages. Firstly, it's being molded into a vessel. Then it's being poured into, then it's pouring out. And then the next step is maintaining that, that balance of yeah. it being poured into, being poured out. But in certain, I think somewhere in there as well, like is um, making sure that you're even, you've allowed yourself to create that environment to be used. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. Because God isn't going to use you if <clears throat> he's not the, the number one base. Wow, my voice. <laughs> he's not the number one, basically. Do you know what I'm saying? Because like, like God, can be willing to use you, but then if you're not really ready for it, why is he gonna trust you that when there's another person that he knows that, yo, if I give it to you, that guy's a vessel of, a vessel of honor, that put, that girl is a vessel of honor, so I can use, they're always ready. You know, mm -hmm. if I tell them, yo, go do this for me, he's gonna go do it. You, you're being a bit, uh, do you get it? Yeah, I think, <clears> and that's a perfect example because that was, that happened to King Saul. He was like, God wanted to pour into him he was on a lele, he was hearing, he was, he was half hearing, hearing here, hearing, not really taking it in there. He wasn't really obedient like that. Like he was okay in it, but in the end, that's not what God wanted. And he didn't cultivate that kind of environment to hear from God and really obey what God was tell telling him. So God said like, calm, stripping off your kingship and um, then gave it to David. So I have a question in terms of, like you said, that thing of like, being prepared for God to pour into you, being prepared to be in the environment to be used. How would you not say you prepared to be a vessel? Firstly, with the podcast, but also in general. That's a hard question. <laughs> um, I would say it was, I think like Kweb said, was just that being in that proper secret place of God. Like, I think that's, that's what we all did. I, I don't know how, but as soon as we came to Christ, we just started, the quiet times was just a thing. I don't even mm. know how, I can't lie. I generally, I can't remember us even talking together and saying, oh, we're gonna read this. But yeah, we all we just, just disciplined ourselves to have time alone with God and just allow him to kind of mold us. So for me, it was just, it was generally just time with God, spending time in his presence. There wasn't anything, cause even we spoke about the podcast early, but 
I can't lie, I slightly thought it was something that you see when men them bring it up and like, oh yeah, that yeah, holiday, that holiday, that holiday, retreat, that retreat. I even forgot about that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Are we still doing that? Talk to my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go holiday in February. I remember in, yeah, I think it was December when we were saying we're going holiday, holiday in February, February for Axe and Jeff. Jeff. And then Jeff sent me here snapping like, oh, I promise you we're going to be at Perry Grove in February. <laughs> and we're actually in Leicester in February, I believe. Yeah, we were. I think. We were. Wizards. Um, no, February. Wizards. Yeah, February went Wizards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. It was going to be on the weekend around, I can't remember what weekend it was. <laughs> no, we ended up being in Burms anyway for Axe's birthday as well. Anyway, we didn't go on holiday anyway. So for the podcast, I was never, the podcast was never a thing in my mind like, can't lie. It's not that I didn't care, but I just thought it was just a passing comment. But I was just time alone with God, like mm. in um, intentional time alone with God. So that when the calling actually came, as in this is actually real, it was like, it was almost nothing to me in that sense because it was like, I felt like I've been prepared for this without even yeah, knowing that I've been prepared. I saw, I saw something about luck is when hard work meets opportunity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Write that down. You know what I'm saying? Write that down because like a lot of people say, oh, that guy was lucky. But when you think about it, not really. Like some people might win the lottery or whatever, but even that, they they've been putting in the yeah. work, <laughs> and then opportunity came and they got it. But the same way with like I don't know, like even with like the podcast, for example, like you're putting in the work to really study the word. You're putting in the work to really get to know God, to to pray to Him, to 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 have that intimacy with Him where you can trust Him with everything. Then the opportunity comes where a podcast comes. He knows that you're ready to to do yeah, it and then yeah. cool it comes together it meshes together yeah. nicely but if we weren't putting that work in if we weren't studying the word if if the opportunity of a podcast came we wouldn't be ready for it like yeah, even if yeah. we were even if we think we're ready prematurely we come into it it fails after three episodes i genuinely do think that that's what would have happened and i think I, I don't want people to mistake us because i think sometimes with christians they struggle to find the balance of what God's blessed you with, but also the responsibility you have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like sense. in reading First Peter two, it, there's a very interesting thing. It says to rid yourself of um, all of these evil behaviors, such as deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy. Mm -hmm. But then later it says um, to run away from the worldly desires, and it, it talks about God kind of cleansing you. And what I realize is that sometimes there's a mix of responsibility. Certain things you have to rid yourself of. Certain things you need to bring to God so He can do the work. And I think as a vessel, you have to recognize your responsibility in you being a vessel. Mm. Yeah. And like that's why it's not even a thing of boasting when looking at how you prepared, but there's always a certain level of what you do, a certain level of agency. And I think with us, I'd, I'd agree with you lot, that it's, it was just a thing of we ensured we were prepared. And it's, it's funny because that eight months between January and like, what, September? September-ish. When it went really quickly in hindsight, yeah, I don't yeah, even remember. I don't it, remember. Right? I, like, don't, like, I remember. I, I remember learning about Romans. Yeah, but even learning Romans, I felt like I learned Romans in like September. So I don't really yeah, know. I, I can't remember. I don't I can't, really like, know. If you tell me what did March 2019 look like, I don't know. I have no uh, idea. The only thing that was, was, like was Eddie Libricious for Elements. Oh, we had exams as well, so I was revising. Yeah, but I knew yeah. that I was doing my work as well, but it I don't know. Make sense. It was yeah. just a blur. But then, I, as you said, like in my head, I square said like. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to be studying the word. I'm trying to, you know, learn about God so that when the podcast thing comes, I'm going to be ready. Like, I didn't even, I wasn't really thinking about the podcast thing because, as you said, I thought, uh, passing comment, like, we say these kind of things all the time, <laughs> innit? So, even me, just obviously, you can also say it was the honeymoon phase for a couple months because it's yeah. like, oh, we're so pumped, yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. So to we're, be, just yeah, we're just saying anything. We're just saying anything. YouTube, innit? TV. But yeah, yeah. Do you get it? But, however, like, just literally just sticking with it you feel me like the same way like athletes you know even they, even when they don't want to they stick with it like you love it so much that you just stick with it and just learning more about god learning about you know what he what what, what we mean to him what he means to us what christ has done really comes to that full understanding just allowed me to kind of just keep going and then before i know it we're in a position where it's like okay cool this has arisen are you ready you you, you can you can do this like you're not necessarily where you want to be but it's a good start like it's a nice place to, to start with and then live show comes when we first started the the, the pod i didn't think oh we're gonna have a live show mm -hmm. I didn't think, that wasn't even in my my thinking we're just like okay cool we're just gonna you know i don't think we even have an instagram 
We didn't. We didn't have we didn't Instagram. Instagram. We didn't have Instagram till lockdown. We didn't think it was needed. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like that's how you know. Like we weren't even really like looking at it like oh we're just learning this stuff so that we can become. Blah, blah, blah. But it's just. But coming back to the point, it's just about yo. Don't think about oh what can God potentially use me for. It's not about that. It's about just you understanding that yo. At any given time, God can use it for anything. Even if it's just as small as seeing someone on the road and chatting to them. But if you're not ready to do that, you're not going to do it. Like, God isn't going to use you to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? But if you're just in your secret place, if you're just doing your quiet time, if you're just sticking with it, you know, surrounding yourself with the right kind of people, then bro, when an opportunity arises, before you know it, you're just doing the maddest of things and people are going to look at you like, like, how did you get that? But you know that it's taken months yeah, or it's yeah, taken yeah. weeks for you mm -hmm. to even get to that position. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think it definitely is that thing. Like, is I think your quiet time is just so important because in being a vessel, like when if God is going to send you out to do a work as small as speaking to your family about the gospel, or even just being a loving person, it's always going to come from how well you know God. Um, not to put it on a ranking or anything, but building up that understanding and that intimacy is so so key because, like we said, it's about God using you. It's about God sending you. It's about God using you how he intends. But you're not going to know how God intends to use you unless you know God. You know? Exactly. And even, uh, there's also the thing of not trying to be perfect before you're ready to be used. Yeah. I think there's that's mm. a big thing. Like, where sometimes it's very easy to question, oh, am I ready for God to use me? And then you end up blocking your own blessings because you're apprehensive. Mm -hmm. But God says, you know, that he hasn't given us a spirit of, of fear or timidity. It's, it's to be bold is to be used because if you're not bold god can't use you because there's going to be times where he's going to take you somewhere and it's going to be like whoa i didn't think i was ready for this but if god says you are ready you are ready i think um something that i wouldn't even say this is something i did but it's just something that happened i would say is i'm um, being used to hearing god's voice like i don't know people sometimes ask me like for example, when people ask me how the podcast start and i say god said it people say like oh how did it happen i say i don't know because it literally happened the night I was saved. So I didn't practice hearing the voice yeah, of God. It yeah. just happened. And then I had to practice later, which was kind of annoying. I can't lie. Because you know when it happens so easily. You think that's how it's going to be all the time? Yeah, that really how did you that, practice? Was that? Nah. How did you practice listening to the voice of God? Patience. Um, patience. How do you, you tune in off of the other voices in your, like, when, do you know what I'm saying? Because some people think that um, if God doesn't speak to them audibly, then God isn't speaking. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So like, how do you... There's, um, that's what asking him the there's different... Right? Yeah, where the <laughs> there's different checks, I think, for different s situations. Firstly, it has to align with the word. Yeah. Secondly, it's keeping track of God's promises to you personally. Like, if God said to you, I don't know, um, this year is not your season to have a girlfriend. Then now, a Fair. couple months later, sure. a couple months later, there's a voice in your head saying, this might be the one. That's not God. <laughs> Because God wouldn't go back on his promise. And I think, so there's that thing of keeping track of what God said to you. Um, double checking it with the word is really, really important. And also, if you're not sure, don't go. Um, sometimes that can seem a little bit scary because you might be scared of missing out on God's promise. But I, I realized something, especially when I was um, applying for grad jobs, that if God needs you to be in a moment at a place and you're genuinely coming before him and listening, he will make it so. Like, you, you can't accidentally miss out on something God 100% intends for you to do if, you, if you're actually trying to. That's just not how the world works. And that's not how God works either. Um, and I think that's something to recognise as well. Don't be scared of God's answer. You have to come before God and there's this thing of um, seek God's face and not his voice. And that's how you'll hear him. Because it, I think sometimes we're too quick to say, I want to hear God, I want to hear God. Seek God first. Mm -hmm. Like, seek God first. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it's, it's going to take one. patience. Like don't just come in, like, especially you see if there's a period of time, maybe you're waiting on a decision or a result or you're asking God for an answer. It's very easy that your quiet time just becomes half an hour of you sitting mm -hmm. there, oh, God, speak to me, speak to me, speak mm -hmm. to me. Where's your reading the word? Where's your worship? Where's your thanksgiving? Where's your regular prayer? Like those things, just you need to go through the motion sometimes and allow God to speak. Give Him the space. Yeah, that's that's very good. I think that's that's something that I learned. Write it down, guys. <laughs> I'm writing it down. And um, also um, shouts um shouts. A friend of mine told me about praying expectantly. Like, 
obviously like cool let's say you've gone for an interview you want this job don't say god thank you for giving me the job because you just don't know if that's what god's walking <laughs> <laughs> but it's like let's yeah, say you're I've waiting for a decision you should be praying thank you lord because i know you're doing a work thank you because i know the answer will come and just pray expectantly don't pray scared mm. like praying scared to an all-knowing and all-able god doesn't even make sense um no, so, so i'd say stay in the word and even sometimes be like gideon be like god if this was you show me you know True. Um, so I think those are the tips I'd say. I think it, because hearing is really, really, really important. It's, bro, it's vital. I've been deep in that. Like it's so, it's like it's so vital, and <laughs> it's something that like we, it's something that we need to do. But I think it's something that we kind of run away from, like to do it intentionally, like intentionally, like God, like I want to hear your voice, or intentionally focusing on hearing God's voice. Because first of all, it takes. It takes some kind of determination and some endurance and some patience, like you said. It doesn't come so easy. And I think that's what I think that's the thing about being a vessel as well, that I think a good vessel has to be able, like we spoke about in the beginning, the communication has to be able to intentionally like go out to hear the voice of God instead of being like just full throttle and just doing what you're doing, doing what you're doing. Cause it can be very easy, like even for myself, like you're a vessel, you almost, you know what God has given you, you know what you need to do. It's just kind of go, 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 do what you need to do. But actually there's also time, there's also time where you have to incorporate just intensely going before God and listening and almost seeing how he wants you to do certain things. Cause sometimes you can, you can think there's one way because you've been doing something one way for such a long time, you can be thinking that this is the way that God wants you to do something. However, a vessel is is able to just, is here, is, is able to hear at any time and be kind of almost relocated or even redirected to versatile. be able to- Exactly, versatile, that kind of word, that word's come up again. And I feel like listening to the voice of God is important to be able to kind of be that, that versatile vessel that can be used in so many different ways instead of maybe just the normal way or the typical way that, that you're comfortable with being used and you have, you know, you've done that before and, you know, you've seen how it works. You've seen that, okay, I'm, I'm comfortable. I can do this. I can be a vessel in this way. So I think it's, it's listening. It's just so important. And it's just, it's normal as well. I don't think it's any different with in the world that everyone likes to speak. A lot of people genuinely, I think you'll find more people who like to speak than to listen because listening is sometimes long. It takes more effort. Speaking, you can just... Sometimes guys just say anything. Go on Twitter, people just, just, just say anything. We would imagine sometimes we're just saying anything. Like it's hard. It's, easy it's, to it's, talk. it's so easy to speak and yeah. just say whatever, but to actually listen, it takes a different kind of intention. That's why, you know, everybody's asked, oh, what kind of boyfriend or what kind of girlfriend do you like? Oh, someone who listens. Like they say that straight away because listening is something like, it's just, it's something that shows almost a real kind of care and a real kind of, it's just that, again, that intention that, I want to be here. I know, like, I enjoy your company. I enjoy your voice and all of those things. Whereas speaking, there's so many conversations that we've probably had with people. You just can't even remember it. Like, we didn't even care what we were saying. We were just saying anything anyhow. But when you're listening, it's like, okay, this is something that's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just like a deeper level, if you know what I mean. It's something <clears throat> more, it's almost like a sacrifice to listen. Yeah. Whereas speaking is easy. And it's not just listening just to do nothing. Like listening to do something with what you've listened yeah. to as well. Yeah, and I'm I think sorry. there's a, like the listening has to be intentional because sometimes it's very easy to hear and not listen. Like you know, there's those people yeah. that say that oh, you're just listening to respond. Yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah, a, exactly. there's a similar thing with God where sometimes you're just listening to go, and that it's good sometimes to have that zeal to go and do what God wants. But if you're too quick with it, sometimes you'll miss the direction. Mm. As in, like sometimes God is just telling you just quit. Like, you've got to be patient with it because <laughs> if you look cool. through the Word, you'll see that God gives people instructions. He gives them times. He gives them places. And when you start missing steps out is when you run into problems because God is telling you, oh, go and preach. But before you're being patient, instead of asking God, okay, you want me to preach? Where? How? With who? When? You say, oh, preach. Next thing you know, you're just out here preaching. Then it goes wrong and you're like, oh, God, you said you told me to preach. Be be steady sometimes. I think like listening with true intention, you'll you'll go for detail. You Mm. know, it's like if if your wife comes home, and you, you know, she's speaking to you and you're listening. Mm. And she says, oh yeah, you know, at my work today, this happened, this happened. You know, it's gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, I hear it, I hear it. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, someone this happened. Oh, what, what, what was this? Oh, what, what was this guy saying? Oh, what did he say about it? It's like, you know, when you actually care, when there's true intention in the listening, you'll look for detail. Mm. That's why I really like the example of Gideon. 
Because when God told him, when he sent him out with the army, he said, oh God, you know, if this is really you, the, the wool, make it wet. Oh, if it's really you, make it dry. It's like, he really ensured that this is not just me going, this is God speaking and looking for that precision. Sometimes God will tell you, yeah, no, I'm not giving you precision, go. But you need to be sure in that. Mm-hmm. Romans 14, 23. Um, if you do something whilst doubting, you're sinning because you're not trusting in your own convictions and you're not doing it in faith. Like that kind of thing, I think being a vessel is really, really important. Because if you're a vessel, you're there to be used. And if you're using yourself in a way you're not sure God is doing, then you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, I think, and, that's, I think that's vital as well. And I feel like one thing when it comes to being a vessel, I think this has been a big thing I've learned this year. I even wrote it down when it comes to being a vessel. And it sounds kind of silly and easy, but it's to actually acknowledge and know that you're a vessel. Like mm-hmm. to actually boldly accept that role. Like, you know what? Yeah, I am that guy from 2911 Pod. Like, yeah, I do preach <laughs> the word. Uh, I am here to help you guys. I'm here, I'm here to encourage people. Like, I know my role. Um, Cause I was fasting about, I think it was a podcast once, so just in general. And I even wrote down what God was telling me. It says that, um, wait, let me, okay, let me skip past that. Okay, we have to acknowledge our truth and accept our role. Um, we may not um, we may not have a lot as large a following as others, but we have a huge influence. We have a huge influence on the community that we're around. The quicker we realize our role, the quicker we will know what's required. We'll be able to act accordingly to what God desires from us. And I feel like that's one of those things as a vessel that when you become a vessel, I think it's something the devil uses very well. Is that kind of that false humility kind of thing? Of just kind of like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I do. Work, you work for God. You have to sometimes you have to accept what like what's on your plate. You know, if you have an influence, if you have an influence, don't shirk it off and be like, "Oh, you you guys help me. You guys are such an influence on me." And you kind of, oh, nah, it's not like you have to acknowledge your role as a vessel to whatever magnitude God has called you to, and it's important because when you acknowledge your role and you accept your role, then you can act accordingly. You know, it's the same thing that you know. I don't know. If you acknowledge you're somebody's partner, you know, you're their, you're their husband or you're their wife, it allows you to act accordingly. It allows you to know what you need to do now. And it's the same thing with God. If God has said that, oh, you're a vessel and you're going to have huge influence, then there's certain things that now you're able to act accordingly. When we're talking about cleaning our, even cleaning our, um, our outside, God has called you to be a big vessel. Now you know that there's things that, not that big and small means you're worse than, each, you're worse than somebody or means that you have less impact for the kingdom of God. But it's that mm, this person over here, they can afford maybe to do that. But God has called me to this. I know that I can't afford to do this, so I need mm. to clean up this. Like these things are real things. We always we always have this discussion. Always like, it always comes up. We're talking about Chandler Moore and I the, can't lie. That's just that, the excuse. That's the that's the you know that's the that's the the case study I use all the all time. The time. <laughs> right. Bar of salt. <laughs> it's like you get used like a bar of salt with Chandler Moore and his wife and what they do whining or something. Bending over, yeah, bending down stuff. and all of that. I swear that comes up like fifty times. Yeah, now nah, you do I swear that comes up. And long story short, Chandler Moore bent over his girl put on Instagram, whatever. And you know, Chandler Moore is a huge vessel. Like he is at the end of the day, he is a huge vessel of God. And we always have people discuss like, oh, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. He didn't need to do that. And we always come to the same conclusion, whereas that in of itself isn't necessarily bad or sin, but when you're a bigger vessel, there's certain things that you're, it's like certain things that, there's more that's required of you, to be honest. Like there's more that's required of you. There's certain things that, you know, maybe you can't afford that. Maybe we can afford to do, but someone like Chandler Moore can't afford to do. And I feel like that's, it's important to kind of acknowledge that because it gets a bit tricky because it's like, oh God, okay. So if it's like, how do I describe it? Like, it's almost like you get a bit nitpicky, but I think it's really important to actually know your role, know your influence, know what God has called you to, because you do have to act accordingly to that responsibility. The word even says to whom much more is given, much more is expected of. So it's like, I think that's something that I've really had to learn this year that actually acknowledge your role, accept it. Don't be falsely humble receive what God has spoken onto you, receive the role, the influence, the impact that God has um, spoken onto you so that you can truly almost be as effective as possible. Because if you don't, if you just run away from your title, the the impact that God has given onto you, then you're going to be like King Saul. Because that's the thing with Saul. Like when I read the story of David, I was thinking it's so that bad. Like 
Everybody says that he's so evil and he's so he's such a horrible guy. But I'm thinking, is that is he actually that bad? But when I was really like when I was looking at it, and even now I'm kind of reflecting on it, it wasn't so much that he was such a horrible person, but in light to the responsibility and to the to the status maybe God called him to, he really failed. Whereas if somebody else maybe like a, the widow or the servant or something like acted like Saul, it wouldn't have been as bad. But because Saul was king of Israel and he had this huge command, there were certain things that he just had to do. There was a bigger almost command to his name and he never acknowledged that responsibility. He was almost like, I'm almost the same as everybody. And that's where he failed. Whereas when David was king, he stepped into kingship like, okay, I'm a king of God. Okay, this, this and that. You need to kind of get out. I need to be more impactful. And you see David almost acknowledged you can see David as a growth when he was a servant, um, just kind of serving Saul in his kind of, um, I forgot where you, in his, like in his cell or whatever, you were just serving Saul. And then you can see how he kind of stepped up to a different plate and position when he became king. And I think that's important for any vessel, just a bit long-winded, but just actually acknowledging that and accepting that because I, I realized that that's something I didn't really do. And I'm starting to do it now. And I'm, I'm seeing this, how it's helping actually me and, and benefiting me in that kind of place. I think that's a really, really big thing. And that's why I, I, it's important firstly to have people around you that will rec that will remind you like, yo, you got something to do. And I think that's why I appreciate the, the mandem on the pod because I feel like we do a really good job of keeping each other in check. Um, Kind of like when we're lacking or like, and it's also an easy place to come to like mandem, I'm lacking. Mm. You know, I think because that's really, really important because sometimes you won't remind yourself and you need people to do it for you. And you also need God to remind you. And um, that's why in um, Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 11, um, Hezekiah says, my yeah, son, the, uh, the real 29, 11. I might, I don't know, I'm pushing for a name change. Anyway, um, my sons, do not neglect your duties any longer. The Lord has chosen you to stand in his presence, to minister to him and to lead the people in worship and present offerings to him. Like Hezekiah is telling the priest, like, you've been given a duty. This is what you need to do. Mm. And... When you don't realize your duty as a vessel, the, the other thing is that you do a big disservice to the people you're meant to pour into. Yeah. Like a massive disservice. Because then you don't, you're not dedicated to it because you're not really recognizing that. You're not really embodying that role that this is me. It's like a captain in a football team. When you know you're a captain, you wear that armband of pride. You speak, you know, you dictate the team. You tell them this is what's going on. This is not what's going on. This is okay. This is the standard. And that's what you need to do as a vessel, big or small. And we're all vessels. And the first person we're always accountable for is ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, because like we said before, you need to bring yourself into a place to be poured into. You need to also, you know, go before God and be like, God, I am a vessel pour into me. When you don't realize you're a vessel, you're very slow to go before God to be poured into. And um, I was talking to uh, Pastor Joe at Loughborough and he was saying to me, that like, you know, he was just talking, you know, he's a pastor. And he was saying that one thing he learned very early on in ministry is that, when you start trying to be edgy and making stuff up to minister <laughs> to people, then you start going wrong. He said that when you allow God to minister to you and you just minister to people what God is ministering to you, then it becomes easier. Yeah, mm -hmm. edginess anywhere doesn't get you very far. Though. Yeah, like when you're just trying to do too much. Word. Today I uh, went into work in it and got coffee. This time I got almond milk. Oh, it was horrible, man. It was actually so horrible. I couldn't even back it. Stick to your 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 normal. Yeah, I don't know. Why blue I did that, capped man. milk, bro. Yeah, no. Nah, literally, edgy. just you just got you got to do what you know, unless God's calling you to do otherwise. Yeah, and right. Jesus was the best example. He always used every single time he spoke. He was like, "I'm only telling you what my father's told me." Like mm -hmm. he never tried trying to, to be. <laughs> he never tried to make up his own thing. He was like, "I'm just telling." They used to hate him. He'd be like, "Why are you hating me? I'm just telling you what the father's told me." And I feel like that's an instruction for all of us. Like, just to, like you said, speak what God has spoken unto you. Like I feel like, especially like when it comes to like, that's something that we've kind of discussed. Like when it comes to almost like, um, there's some topics going on in the world and all of that. Yeah. Sometimes you can feel pressure to speak about. We like God's never spoken to me about this. So I'm <laughs> yeah, not going to nah, speak about it. Yeah, no. Nah, like a couple of times, people have asked me. Even some of the man, I like, like a LeBron. Oh yeah, he, got, he just got cooked <laughs> for, really, for a Brittany Griner. He was like, yeah. oh, what do you say? Oh, if I was her, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to really come back to America. <laughs> if I was her, I wouldn't want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> But then he got cooked because like got it's not it's not him like yeah, stick to basketball. Yeah, no, I think somebody, a couple of people have asked me um like about like certain episodes. I have to be like, nah, that ain't us still. Like yeah. I think that's nothing. When you know that you're a vessel, then you're very you'll be more likely to go to God and be like, what do you want me to do? So you don't end up running around doing the wrong things. 
Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just not you. Like it's not what you've been called. God never sent you there, and now you're there. You're looking head loss, <laughs> and people are just looking at you like, "What's my man on?" You know what I'm um, like, and but also as a vessel, you have a. I think something I've learned this year is that there's a beauty in being a vessel. I think people see it as pressure too much, mm. to you know to do the right thing. Oh, I'm being called to serve. Like there's a massive beauty in it. Like from you pouring into people, or for you doing any sort of work for God. Like it comes back to you in ways you will never really see, or, or like you wouldn't expect, shall I say, because you'll see it eventually. Like sometimes it will bring you relationships and friendships that you never imagined. Sometimes you'll get advice oh. and help from people. Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean those kind of relationships. But Dirty, bro. Word. <laughs> oh my word. I never meant those kind of relationships, but true say, you, it's, it's a common story though. That yeah, a lot of people real. are serving and they find their wives or husbands. Mm, but mm, that's, mm. please guys, don't become a vessel because you want to find girl. Word, word. Don't, go in, don't get into the choir because you want to impress the lads in the, in the congregation. True say, people do that though. That's a very, very bad, that's yeah, another no, thing. You should want to be a vessel that. because because you love God. Not, you love because, God. not because you want clout. Not because of yeah. external factors. Yeah, external factors and reasons, bro. But like, like God, like, he can bring you some great friends, advice, lessons on that will just teach you more about yourself. Great opportunities, you know, like even just in the smallest way, like because of the pod, like I got jug, calm. Simple as that. <laughs> IFF shouts them, man. Word. Um, like, and it, it, you, I think that's something that people need to recognize. How much do you lot? How do you lot find the thing of balancing? the pressure of being a vessel, not that you lot are any different from any other vessels, but you lot are the people here, so I'm going to ask you. Um, kind of balancing being a vessel and also the pressure that sometimes can come with that. Or do you feel a pressure to be a vessel? Um, pressure in the sense of like, <clears throat> as Squared said, like to whom much is given, much is expected, isn't it? So like, I know that I have a certain responsibility wherever I am. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not, I don't think there's so much pressure because I kind of embrace it. Because I know that you're like, just certain things just don't do. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like you're just putting yourself in a, in a very sticky situation if you do. Opportunity and like, scandal. I kind of know why I'm doing it. Like, I know that yo, you being a vessel is much bigger than you. Like, it's not something <laughs> that, like, I don't see myself as like, oh, this guy. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I'm just like a very small part of such a big thing. So it's like, yeah. do your part properly. And bro, the whole thing will do. Yeah, would, would you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, understanding that, being humble in the sense of like, obviously don't be fake humility and be like, oh, I'm nothing. But you know, you're something, but the something that you are, you're just a part of something. You're not, yeah, you're not yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you get, you're not the whole thing. Do you know what I'm saying? So not, like, you're not the kingdom. You feel me? So understanding that, yo, like I'm a body of, I'm part of the body of Christ, however big, however small. And I know that me doing my part properly is going to allow the body to go forward efficiently. And because of that, I do my job properly. Do you know what I'm saying? Obviously, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, you know, you might yeah. not be working as as efficiently or as properly as you want to be, but understanding that you've got a calling, like, and that calling, if you do it properly, other people are going to be blessed as well. Like, it's not just about you. It's not just about, like, oh, I'm the reason why this is happening. Or da -da -da. sometimes, yes, God is using you and you're the reason why. God using you is the reason why that something happens, but understanding that you're just a you're just a you're not a little yeah. boy but like you're you're, you're a you're small a part of it of you're a piece of it do you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. and because of your piece your piece is very important no matter how small it is to such a big thing and understand how important you are what well, kind of allow you not to take it for granted or yeah. take take the mick out of it or like just to treat it as is nothing because even if it's something small like you know that it's so important however small however big you could be as important as the pastor in some in some places because Without you, maybe the churches, the the ch um, the chairs aren't out. Without you, maybe the tech isn't working. How's the pastor gonna really preach the message? Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're mm -hmm. such, you're like even no, without you, if you don't sweep the floors and the church is gonna be messy, people aren't really gonna be comfortable to sit there. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like no matter what you're doing in the church, no matter what you're doing in ministry, or no matter what you're doing outside, like understand that yes, you might be a small part, but you're not. You're very, very valuable. You're very, very important. So knowing that doesn't really come with pressure, it just comes with embracing it and understand that, yeah, man, let's get it. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm. God is going to give you the, the tools. He's given you the tools. He's given you every good thing to be able to do and carry out what you've got to do. What scripture me? is that? So that's the way I see it. What scripture is that? 
I don't know, but I know it's there. I'll find it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll find it for you. I think Second Corinthians nine eight. That One God, scholar. That God's yeah, giving you everything that you need to abound for every good work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. Her story the other day. <laughs> Wait, you know that's not that's not a typical yeah it's not the sound 46.5 <laughs> but I think that's exactly I think that's what Kadesh kind of made me deep like everyone has like their own kind of role and everybody goes using them in each way and when you guys use it together well it has such an impact like you need to do your part to encourage these people to do your part if these people don't do your part then you're going to be lazy to not do your part like I think that's what it is and like when you're in such a place like that day that that was one of the biggest takeaways that like when every when the body of Christ just almost yeah. accept themselves as vessels and they come together it's so beautiful and it, intra- it attracts people from the outside world to also come in and be a vessel that God can use them as well like it's just so beautiful when everybody can just take ownership of what God has given them use it well because it's it just shines it yeah, literally shines like, when you like, come together Saturday Kadesh bro I didn't know anything that Bien was doing, but I knew that he was doing something. Yeah. And I was, I was on the other side, you were doing something else, like, but we were all doing our things to the best of yeah, no, what, there was what so we could many, have done. So many like, things bro, me on. and Naps, we were running around like, <laughs> bro, we were doing so much, but like, if we didn't do what we had to do, a lot then, of things yeah, wouldn't happen. Wouldn't have, if you didn't together. do what you had to do, the show wouldn't have run properly. If you didn't do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So understanding that we all have different roles and different parts to play, but they're all very, they're all equally as important because yeah. if you didn't do your thing properly, no matter how well I did my thing, <laughs> it just wouldn't have worked properly. Uh, if, what if DSQ decided to host like a Shagman? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, or if like uh, the, the tech things didn't work properly, doesn't it, it no one can speak. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, just understanding that you're very valuable in the kingdom and very important. So, and, and using your gifts properly, just it's just going to elevate everybody else around you and elevate the kingdom to, to, to higher glories than we've ever seen you feel yeah, me? I exactly. think that's the, that's the message that I took from reading Jonah. Like Jonah didn't recognize that importance. Yes. Jonah didn't recognize that, ah, oh, I'm a small part of a bigger thing here. He kind of yeah, made the whole yeah, thing yeah, about yeah, him, yeah, about yeah. what he wants to do, whether he does or doesn't want to go to Nineveh. And when he went there, what the beautiful thing is that it, it taught him lessons about God, but it also taught Nineveh lessons about God. And like, that's when you realize that you being a vessel is not just about you. It's about so much bigger than you. And it's also going to have effects on you that you're never going to, you're never going to imagine, but it will just happen, you know? Exactly. And I think that's the beautiful thing about being a vessel. Um, but before we do round up, I think one of the hardest things about being a vessel is the, the worry of burnout. Yeah. How do you lot, um, I was going to say like, kind of how do you balance that thing of burnout and being effective consistently? Because some people say that you always need breaks. I'm not sure if that's true. Mm. But I, I spoke to somebody, um, shout out Sotu. She's a prayer leader at one of the fellowships at uni. And I said to her, like, oh, do you ever kind of feel a certain pressure? Like, you know, people are constantly coming to you. Oh, help me pray for this, pray for this, or, you know, pray with me, or et cetera, et cetera. And she said, um, not really, because all she's doing is bringing people's requests to God or like putting them towards God or helping them bring stuff to God. It's not really, there's not much she's doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, it, it taught me something kind of about burnout in that when you start putting stuff on your back, you get burnt out. When yeah, you yeah. continuously have that intimacy with God in your work, then you you don't suffer from burnout. And also obviously rest has to be an intentional thing as well, 100%. And I think that's something I learned this year that you will get burnt out if you're not intimate with God when you're doing stuff. If you are the kind of person that goes into the presence of God, gets an assignment, leaves, and then just does whatever you're doing for three months and then comes back like, God, I'm tired, then you're going to get tired. Um, oh, by the way, the verse is 2 Peter 1.3. By his divine power, God has given uh, us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> but yeah, I think um, that thing of being intimate with God is what stops burnout. And God asks you to rest. So I'd, I'd say that's what it is. But during your work or your work for God, whatever, even that should, that should just be your daily life anyway. I think you've got to realise the beauty in it. When you allow yeah. it to become too much like work, it's like, oh, I'm waking up to serve God today. You start seeing like nine to five. You're not you having fun. Yeah. yeah. But there's so much joy anymore. to be found in serving. If you're yes. serving right anyway. Literally. Yeah. I feel like um, one thing I kind of, learned this year especially is to kind of almost like it's similar to what you said kind of earlier but almost just to kind of just keep on seeking 
God himself and not necessarily what you are as the vessel. Like so to not put that pressure on your back, but instead just to seek God as friend. And when you seek him as friend, he will kind of give you what you need to be able to be that kind of vessel instead of just kind of almost just being so vessel focused when coming before God, because I feel like that creates a lot of pressure onto you. And then I think that's what creates burnout at the end of it. But when you're almost just into, when you're just intimate relationship with God, then it's almost like, maybe there's an inch of pressure, but it's like, again, like we were saying, we're just really poor. You're just really start, you just start pouring out from what God is giving you, which is just so easy because it's like, it just makes sense. Like almost like in a scientific way, it's almost like God gives you the fuel and you're like the car and you just take what he's given you. And, and 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 kind of drive off with it but if you're trying to be trying to be edgy and you're just not trying to see you know, if you're not trying to let him pour into you then it's like you're driving on empty you're not really going to be effective so for me it's just that's one thing i've learned it's just kind of seeking god in friendship and intimacy and kind of i think that that just always does the rest like again there's specific times where you have to maybe pray and fast maybe because you are a vessel or something or god is calling you to do something but when you kind of seek God as a friend and as father, then everything else is kind of easy. You know, even Jesus, you know, spent time with God, even in um, even in his prayers that you see with him and the father. I don't really, I, you don't see anything like, oh, help me to necessarily, apart from, I guess, the bread, the, 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 when he gave the bread and the fish, but there's lots of times where he went and he did miracles after the back of being with the father, just in his presence. But he didn't really say, he didn't necessarily say that, oh, I need to achieve this. It was just an intimate time with the father. And he yeah. comes back and he gave him power to do what he needed to do. The other time is in the garden when he said, um, the cup of suffering. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just intimacy. I think intimacy is key. I know it's boring, but I think that's what it is really and truly. You got anything in terms of um, burnout and how to avoid burnout as a vessel for God? Um, nah, I think you look kind of covered it. And kind of just, I don't know, like in times where I felt like I was being a bit, eh, is it really burnout or is it maybe sometimes it's laziness? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, because sometimes I would tell myself, oh, you're burnt out. But, <laughs> another, but I know that, yo, like if I just really put myself in the, the right position like then you'll be good. we're good you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, like yeah. don't get me wrong there are times where you can generally be burnt out and like be tired and just be like drained and that but like <clears throat> i feel like even in those times it's still always the best to just go to the lord you know what i'm saying like even when you feel like you don't have anything like the, the word talks about how like even sometimes when we don't have the words to say the Holy Spirit kind of yeah. groans on our behalf to the Father. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's not so much about if you're burnt out, oh, then just chill, just do nothing. Like there's still, that time is even when I feel like you should even be kind of more attentive to the Father because mm -hmm. you're more susceptible to maybe little, little things that might happen to you that you don't really see coming your way. Do you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, for me, just like, as Squared said, just always just goes back to the Lord. Like just having that intimacy with him, understanding that, cool it's not it's not always going to be a smooth road it's not always going to be smooth sailing but knowing that god is always there for you that trust that no matter how you're feeling it's not really about what you're doing that's making him happy yeah he's yeah, do you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. that's another thing like people we always it's hard to say that oh it's it's easy to say that yeah yeah um it's not about work but when we're really in the situation sometimes we don't feel like that but understanding yeah, that yo it's not yeah. it's not about if you're burnt out if you're on fire god, um quote unquote if you're doing this if you're doing that, because that's not what makes god quote unquote happy because you believing in christ genuinely it's already that that's already done that mm -hmm. so you understanding that god is already happy with you like you just have to understand that going to him with whatever it is he will give you the strength to keep going do you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. that's another thing that i'd say like change that kind of mindset that you being burnt out is making God angry or making God upset with you or making God, oh, how can you be burnt out? What's wrong with you? Do you get it? Mm. Yeah, Some think, people think that. Yeah, no, that's, I think, that's very important. <clears throat> I think a big thing comes from it when you start to think that you being a good vessel will bring you growth, but mm. it's the other way around. It's your <clears throat> growth with God that will make you a good vessel because, you know, your walk with Christ, your relationship with God should be your everyday. So then serving, obviously we've, we've spoken about it for like an hour, but really and truly, if you're intimate all the time and you develop your relationship with God, then being a vessel becomes a lot easier, yeah. you know? And I think another thing is comparison. That that can cause burnout when there shouldn't be. When you start comparing yourself to other vessels, yeah, thinking, ah, true. I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. 
um, and trying to quantify your productiveness is very dangerous, especially mm. if you do stuff through a platform or even if you're evangelizing and you're counting numbers of how many people you've worked Christ. Like, don't put numbers <clears throat> on the work of God. Let yeah, God yeah. measure it and not you. Weird. If, 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 you know, if God's reassuring you, yeah, this is the work I'm calling What's you to What's your currency? Do. Literally. Weird, right. shout shady. Weird. It's true, like, because when you start trying to quantify and you start putting targets on, oh, I want to touch this amount of views, I want to speak to this amount of people, I want this amount of people in church or, or you know, whatever the case may be, that's when you start going wrong and you start making yourself tired when there's no need to be tired because you start trying to do too much when God is telling you this is enough. <coughs> and if God says it's enough, then it's enough. No kids yeah. Literally. So, um, yeah, I'd say um, that, that's it from us. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, make sure you're being good vessels and most importantly, make sure you're at the live show on 27th of August. Yeah. Most, most importantly? Yes. More important than being a vessel? <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leak the topic. But if you come to the live show, I don't know. God may have a word for you. Help me be a better word. vessel. He's always gonna know. have a word for you, mm. gang. Let's go. We out. We out. We out. Took me from nothing to something. Seeing next to you, now we run things. Now we run things.